Hello, I'm Rich Keeble. Hello, I'm Jenny Gaynor. You may recognise Jenny Gaynor from such West End musical theatre things like The Girls. But maybe not because it only lasted six months. <laughs> and you might recognise Richard Keeble from shows on the TV and adverts if you watch TV, but he hasn't got one, so he doesn't watch himself. And this is. That was dreadful! <laughs> I like it. Um, and this is and this is the podcast where we share our showbiz stories. Aptly called Jenny and Rich's Showbiz Stories. Yeah. Good evening, Rich Keeble. Hey Jenny. Hi. How are you? Well I'm I'm good. Have you got your tea there? I've got my tea as in a cup of tea. Yeah, a cup of tea. Yeah. I've got my cup I'm gonna show you my cup of tea, Are you ready? Okay. All right. <laughs> for, the, for the benefit of the listener, Jenny Gaynor is holding up a glass of champagne with a strawberry <laughs> in it. And for anyone who knows Jenny Gaynor, that will not be a shock to you. Mm. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Oh, cheers. I've, I've genuinely got a cup of tea. This, this mug has got various pictures of me on it with my I older daughter. I can see. Yes. That doesn't look like you there. Uh, it's because I'm happy. Well, that, that that's a rarity. Yeah, I'm holding a beer and a baby. Oh, but, well, you know, why else would... Actually, I need champagne and a puppy. That's very cute. Oh, you can actually see her face there because you normally put a emoji over it. Uh, normally, yeah. I, I, I keep their identity secret. I don't blame you. Although I did put one of them in an in a episode or something. But um, yeah, that's different. Can I tell you why I opened the bottle of champagne? You don't need to. You don't need to justify yourself. But please. No, I. I well, normally there is no reason, but I had a. I I had quite a nice afternoon. I had a day off. Oh yeah. Because I'm a really busy actress. Gosh. West End anyway. star Jenny Gaynor. Western star Jenny Gaynor, self-taping for huge films and not hearing anything back. Jenny Gaynor, we're talking about that. Yet. Yet. Not hearing back yet, Jenny Gaynor. It's a week, babe. It's a week. For the benefit of the listener, did a huge... Listener. (laughs) Did a huge self-tape. Biggest um, role, film role thing. And, um, well, I, I didn't hear anything back. What more do I need to say? Gave it my all. But that's not what I'm drinking. I think they're probably... You haven't heard back because they're just using your self-tape. Well, they fainted out of sheer the film. shock. No, they're just, they're just going to use... They're just going <gasps> to use yes. what you sent them. Yeah, they don't need to do So good else. in terms of performance and technical quality. Exactly. That's do you know it. what I think... What sealed the deal for me was probably the grey sheet that I'd put up behind me to make the background neutral. That's what you have to do in a self-tape, people. You're supposed to have a neutral background, good lighting and good sound. I had a grey sheet up behind me. My lighting um, flared at times and my mic didn't arrive. So. (laughs) Your mic didn't arrive. (laughs) It arrived the day after and I gave it one star on Amazon for being late. 
what a shit mic that was. Shit, being late, yes. Being late no. for a self-tape. <laughs> so the reason I've opened this is because I went for a walk down where I live. I mean, gosh, don't want to say where I live in case, you know, stalkers. Yes, please, uh, just just clarify for the listener what your exact address is before you tell the story. Mm-hmm. One superstar lane, superstar house. <laughs> Still trying to make it. SS9, help. Um, <laughs> and my dear dad came down. My dear dad. No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put a dampener on this COVID. On the COVID. On this podcast. So don't all go. Oh Christ, she's gonna talk about cancer. But I'm just gonna say he's got it. Okay. So anyway, he's got cancer. He's not great. Yeah, he's got cancer. Oh, my say. apologies. My sincere Thank apologies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyway, quite a nice afternoon. You know, it's nice for him to come out. Anyway, but look, went back to the house, choreographed a dance for my mother. Yes, that's another story. Anyway, sitting downstairs, suddenly he goes, well, I'm not having a funeral. I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> no, not having a funeral. Not having any of that shit. Not, not giving all those people that money to walk around in black hats and cars and la, 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 la. And I'm like, okay. I went, now I'm doing that thing on the advert. They can just burn me and bring the box. <laughs> so, yeah, got there. And then we sort of had a bit of... <laughs> we went, you can just deliver it to the door like they did Shanty. Shanty's my dead dog. I'm like, right. Okay. We've, we've, um, um, we've encountered the dead dog, say, uh, dead yeah, dog dead segment dog earlier on this episode. Yeah. Exactly. Deliver, so deliver, him... Him to, deliver him to the door. What yeah, is it? His, just the... his ashes. They just bring him to the door in a box. I think probably probably send him first class. Not even joking. Well, that'd be. And then he's like, dicey. "So I'm just gonna have a knees up at the sailing club," and I'm like, "Right, okay." And then he got a little bit teary, which is really sad because my dad's a right geezer. He's like, he's cool, my dad. And he got a little bit teary, but then he, the, but then I went, yeah! Then he started laughing because I went, "Can you not?" I said, can I at least have a goodbye? And he just went to me, oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, was, I mean, this happened probably about an hour ago. So what do you do? What do you do when something like that happens? You have a glass of champagne because it's nice. Well, I hope he doesn't die this evening and his last words to you were fuck off. I said exactly the same thing to him because I said to his mum, my nana... When I was 10 years old, what do you think you're going to do with the rest of your life? And she went, oh, if I live that long, and then she died the next day. I went, can you not? Really? <laughs> yes. And I said to Dad tonight, I mean, you watch, we're going to do this podcast, he's going to die. I went, Dad, can you not do a nana? He went, no, I try not to. And that, and that, that's, that's that. Wow. Um, so, can I just I mean, ask, I don't what, what, what yeah. advert do they burn a corpse in? Well, it's not necessarily burning a corpse. They tried to make it light-hearted because it's like a cartoon, isn't it? It's a cartoon of an old man with a walking stick going, oh, I don't want to have any of that. I want to get married. My uh, Married? <laughs> married! I don't know. <coughs> I don't think I've seen this, I'm afraid. I don't, he goes, I don't oh, it's on all the time. I'm not in. But then I'm... <laughs> or you're not cut from. Well, I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't, well, I don't actually have a TV, so we don't have just like the TV on to watch commercials. We just watch stuff Sorry, what? that... We don't, don't have, have a TV. TV. No. That's not a bad thing, you know, but I have to Sounds say during bizarre, lockdown, 
I mean, during lockdown, I've been, oh, don't tell the bride. Because I'm not married, so I watch the, as you know. So I watch all these the wedding dress, not don't tell the bride, say yes to the dress. Anyway, so I watch a lot of that. And this advert comes on, probably on Quest Red, going, oh, yes, I don't want a normal funeral. I want to do it my own way. So, you know, they don't say this, but basically they go, so just send me off, burn me and bring me back in a box. So that's that's that. Really? That's an advert on the television? I'm going to film this advert and send it to you. He does not say burn me and bring me back in a box. (laughs) But that is what happens. (laughs) 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 Is this a bit heavy for the first... Is this a bit heavy? Absolutely not. I'm just fascinated at what an advert It basically says... You can save money. You don't do a funeral. No, you don't need a funeral. Do it your own way. Which is basically, give us a grand and we'll burn you and bring you back in a box. Rather than four grand for an average coffin, which is going to get burnt anyway. Mm. Um, lots of cars and then dude walking in the front for another couple more grand. A 20-minute ceremony. And then dum, dum, da, dum, dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, dum. When the curtains close. Yeah. And then no one can sudden go anyway because of corona. Ah, uh, corona. Yeah. So, yeah, just... <laughs> so, well, give us a groan be- and we'll, we'll throw your loved one's corpse onto this fire that we've got out in the backyard. Pretty much. I mean, they could just, you know, all, you know, all empty a bit of, you know, silk cut. Do they still exist? Benson and Hedges, Marlboro's no. into the pot. Send them back. You'd never know. But that's what he wants. So, <laughs> that happened tonight. Yeah, that's, that's fun then, isn't it? Yeah. Um, cheers. And cheers, cheers to people who want to get come back in a box. Cheers to people grand. alive or dead who want to yes. just end up, end up in a box. Apart from people we don't like. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're not cheersing anyone alive or dead that we don't like. No, bastards. Um, um, sorry, I'm how just How you doing? Some... Yes, he's eating dinner. What's, right. what's, on the, what's on the menu tonight, Rich Keeble? Well, I'll tell you, Jenny Gaynor, this is actually... This sounds horrible on the mic, but um, this is like some egg fried rice stuff that my wife made yesterday. What uh, Richard Keeble eats during the podcast. There it yeah, is. Yeah, well, there it's is, just, it's that is. time of day when I like to eat something. And I've just been for a run. Um, How was that? It was, it was, it was good, yeah. Um, I, I did um, a fartlek run. Fart? A fartlek which is a, fart, a Swedish fart. Swedish uh, word. Sorry, you, you, I'm just going to engage my Jerry from Friends. You said fart. <laughs> I did say fart, yes. Fartlek. So a it's sort of doing, it's like mixing up bits of fast running and bits of easy running to recover and sort of doing that on and off. It's supposed to like improve your aerobic capacity as well as your so speed. what do they call it? They call it, um, I mean, apart from a fartlek... Interval training. Interval training. <laughs> just being, just being silly there. You um, are being silly. Yeah, it's a bit like interval training. Yeah. You look very good on it. In the in the shirt that I've still got on the running top. You do no, but you look very because I've known you for now. How how when did we do Rules of Life? That well, it's probably. That, it's not far off ten years. No. Perhaps, do you think it's less than that or longer than that? 
No, yeah, no, that's just the shock of, of possibly his 10 years. Would you like to explain to the listener what r- Rules of Life was? Well, um, for the benefit of the listener, uh, West End star Jenny Gaynor and I yeah. uh, met mm. on set. Well, in fact, not on set. It was in the audition, um, audition wasn't it? For I was to a... be your girlfriend. Yes, so it was a pilot. I can't actually remember how I ended up doing it really now but i i was playing the lead character in this pilot uh and jenny was up for playing my girlfriend but i think they said that i think they liked you but they said you were too hot to be my girlfriend (laughs) so they made you my sister they wrote me in yeah it's nice isn't it thanks steve that's cool um it was funny it was good it was good, you yeah. You were average. I was average. Just, you know, I turned up. You were very funny. That dead Got the dog lines bit out was funny. Sometimes. The restaurant bit. Yeah. No, there was, was a dead fun. dog bit that I wasn't in, so obviously oh, not as good as the restaurant bit. bit. The bloke came in and you had to say, how are you? And he was like, my dog died. Oh, God, yeah. God, there's a I... theme here, isn't there? We've got dead dogs on this podcast, dead dogs in that. Dead people. Dead people. But um, going back, you are in better shape now than you were then. Am I correct? Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. I mean, I've been incredibly unfit for the last fifteen years or so. But um, yeah, what was funny about that pilot is because um, because it was like zero budget or whatever, and it was shot sort of weekends and things like that. And um, I think it was shot over because it was a half hour episode. And I think it was shot over a. I think it was shot. <clears throat> I'm clearly getting very excited there. I think it was shot over the course of about two or three years. Was and it? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I think you're right. There was a, I remember shooting a scene in a lift that actually ended up being cut for some reason. I can't remember why now. But yeah, there were several scenes that were, were shot over quite a period of time. And I think you can actually see my weight fluctuating between scenes. I think I do sort of look a bit skinny in one and then I sort of, I don't know, walk out of a, walk down a set of steps and then into another room or something that was shot two years later and I just look a bit more porky or something. On a couple of stone. Yeah. Um, Do you, do you still not drink now? Oh no, I started drinking again. Well done. Well done. That makes me feel better. I'm, I'm proud of you for starting drinking again. Oh yeah, I think like just around lockdown. I think I think it was a strange coincidence. Funny that March last year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't drink for like two years. I sort of stuck to just not drinking. Yeah, Um, but I don't drink. Well, obviously I don't go to the pub do at the moment. But I I don't drink anything close to what I I was drinking prior to that. I never drink at all. Yeah, for the benefit of the listener, Jenny Gaynor is downing the. The dregs of the glass of champagne, and she's just sucking on the strawberry. Deep throat of the strawberry. <laughs> Guess what I had to do? Rich very help kindly read through all my scenes with me for this <coughs> self tape. Guess what I had to do in one of the scenes, the party scene? It says Not eat an onion. No, I did that for the tape before when I couldn't cry. Yeah. 
Did we talk about that? We did, yeah. That wasn't oh, yeah, because you know, obviously. <laughs> I didn't eat an onion. It said, there's an uncomfortable silence. They're interrupted by the waiter popping champagne and filling the glasses. Carol does a silent cheers and then necks the glass of champagne. Well, it was method, babe. Oh, Had to do that scene a couple of times. Oh, gotcha. I have to say, though, it's not fun necking champagne. Don't want to neck it. I don't think it's really fun necking it. anything. Depends what it is. Oh, there it is. Crascana. Talking about Crascana, I have something to put on the table which you can push aside. Please. So, I didn't watch this. But have you heard, I think I saw one episode, have you heard about the whole scandal and the whole people behind Married at First Sight Australia? No. I don't watch TV. I did watch a a thing, though. Is this the same as the thing where they basically, they do like blind dates? They don't see each other and then they... No. They agree to get married and then they see each other on the wedding day. No. Okay. Oh, it might be similar, but they don't see each other at all. They literally get married at first sight. Like oh yeah, at a sorry. When I say you. yeah, sorry. When I said blind date, I meant they didn't see each other on the date because that's actually not what a blind date is. I've just realised a blind date. Is but they didn't. Do, they didn't do a date in the dark first because there is a program called Dating in the Dark or something. Oh god, there's a lot of shit TV out there, isn't there? Load of shit TV out there. Anyway, this one was a massive hit. And now they're looking for Married at First Sight, England. All right. So, I mean, I've always wanted to wear a dress, you know. Should I just, you know? Could be absolute career suicide, that, couldn't it? Well, you could do it in character. You could do you could Wouldn't do mind a, a husband. You could do a... Well, they're overrated, I think. <laughs> I think they probably are. Talk to my wife. Um... You could oh, do a, Rich, you could don't do a Joaquin, sell yourself short. You could do a Joaquin... How do you say his name? Joaquin Phoenix. You could do what he did and just go into a character for a bit and confuse everyone. Oh, is that what he was doing? Yeah, when he, when he was going to become a rapper. Yeah, well, he, was, he, he announced that he was retiring from acting and pursuing a hip-hop career. And right. he went on David Letterman and was just, like, completely mute and just really weird. And then it turned out that it was for a documentary that was actually... He, yeah, he was in character, basically. And then he came out. When I he'd could, done that project, he, he was back to normal and sort of all nice again. I so you could do a character thing, I could thing, maintain you? it for that long, though. Could you imagine? Ethel. Ethel's a character I have. Hello, dear. Oh, so lovely to meet you. Can't wait to get me chops around your chopper. Don't know if that would... I think that would work. Like that. I mean, that's understated and Subtle. naturalistic. Mm. I don't think work. I could. What go go and uh, marry someone at, at um, having never no met stay them. in character. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a proper marriage. So really, that sort of balls up the whole thing. Why do you it. say that, Jenny? Why why are you so cynical? Well, who knows? But you know, it might be my only chance to get have a wedding day. As my mate put on Facebook, wow, it's been 46 years and you haven't been lucky yet. I went, 46, you cheeky (laughs) bastard. (laughs) Add bloody years to my age. Even if there is an element of truth in what he said. 
I mean, I can't be asked to talk about them today, but there is a lot to go through, isn't there? There's, hang on, Tossa Tom, Shithead Sasha, Don the Con, this doesn't rhyme, but drug addicted, <coughs> mental abusive, bastard, Solly. <laughs> um, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot. That could be a whole, that, that could be a good sitcom, actually. I mean, one of the, one of the like ones ended. Names. One of the ones ended the last time I saw Michael. So we'd had the night before he said he wanted to split and everything. And I'm like, all out of the blue. And in the morning, at 10 o'clock the next morning, I hadn't slept and I was beside myself. It was all out of the blue. I had to do a kid's party at 10 o'clock for a little girl called Isla, bless her. I was like, I can't let her down. I can't let her down. So at, at half past eight in the morning, I'm walking around our flat dressed as Anna from Frozen with the plaits and the pigtails and the costume, the big eyes. And I looked at him and the last thing I think I said to him was, please don't go and I can't stick my eyelashes on. Then I went and did the party and nailed it, and I never saw him again. <laughs> doof, 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 doof. You really try not to laugh. Never saw him again. Oh. I know, babe. What a showbiz story. Thank you. Well, it sounds like you should go on the show. I don't know. You can get divorced. Honestly, I did it. I got divorced. Yeah, I could get divorced, but I'm not even worried about getting divorced. I'm more worried about never working again afterwards. I'm not working now. No change then. <laughs> well, it's all about profile, isn't it? You know, you, you'd come across, you know, you'd come across well. No, I wouldn't. I'd come across really a because they'd edit me, tossing my eyes and going under my breath, tosser. And, you know, I'm not like that, really. I'm nice. I've always thought you're very nice, Jenny. Um, Thank you, Richard Cable. Let's see what the public, the viewers of um, Marriage at First Sight, see whether they agree on it. Is that what it's called? Marriage at First Sight? Marriage at First Sight. Married at First Sight. Talk to me about your self-tape. My self-tape? Um, it's not very interesting, really, my self-tape. I did it, I, I had to do um, a couple of characters for a film. And... Um, yeah, well, this is a fucking problem. You have to. I, I don't know about you, but I I have to do them like really late at night, like when the kids are in bed and that. And I've I've sort of prepped it and learnt it, and then get my wife to do it quickly. So I was, I like started it at like ten p.m. last night. Oh, not ideal. Not ideal. And um, yeah, did the two characters and my wife reading in and all that. Did a did a couple of versions, and then I sort of uh, sort of threw it together this morning. Uh, and then I ran out of time because I had to take my older one to school and then take the younger one with me to go to my mum's. So I sent it So off. you'll probably get it. You'll probably get it. <laughs> you'll probably yeah, so... get it. I had a breakdown over the last one. Took four days to learn it all. Pulled out of that thing. Did all my hair and makeup and blah, 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 blah. blah. And um, you're like, oh, God, kids. Had to go to bed. Go to me mum's. <laughs> and then I got it. Yeah, well, we'll see. I think one of the weirdest self-tapes I ever got a job from was when I had to just play the drums on a self-tape. Oh, oh were you the monkey advert. then in that in, uh, in that um, Cadbury's advert? Was that you? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I don't get any abuse from that advert because obviously no one knows that it's me in the monkey suit. Which one uh, was it? The, the monkey suit. 
It oh, was that. No. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I thought you meant. Oh, you're a good actor. <laughs> no, I thought you meant which one is the monkey suit one. I was just like, no, which one was the actual advert? Mm-mm-mm. It was for. Um, it was actually a, it was a foreign advert. Um, Can I just stress to the, our one listener that I'm not necking champagne, I'm now onto water. Yeah, uh, for the benefit of the listener, I can confirm that Jenny Gaynor is drinking out of what looks like a branded, well maybe not actually, but it's some sort of mineral mm. water. It is branded. Okay. There you well, go. I won't say what that is. It's Fuck. gin though, Fuck dear. <laughs> oh yeah, well it's, it's the bottle, but we can't, uh, we can't confirm what the liquid is contained within. Um, it was an advert for, I think it's like Ricardo something. It's some sort of eBay-like thing. But it, I think it was, we shot it in the Ukraine. Bloody hell. And it, and it went out in Switzerland. It's cheaper. Yeah, it was shot in the Ukraine with an American director, with a Swiss production company, I think. And I think it went out in Germany or something. Very international. Did you ever see it? I've seen it. Yeah, it's on. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's, it's basically me. Put on YouTube, to... isn't it? Say again, sorry, love. I said it's funny the things people put on YouTube. Like my isn't old it? adverts on YouTube. Why would you put that on it? I mean, great, but. Well, I mean that, that's what they just do now, isn't it? It's, it goes out on telly and then they put it on YouTube as well. So it's like an mm. official, you know, on the official channel. It's not. Oh it's yeah. Not, it's not a no, fan but mine who's was... gone. Oh look at this. No, mine wasn't thing. official though because we the internet had only just come out. We there was no YouTube. My first one was in about two thousand and one, and there was yeah. no YouTube. And then someone managed yeah. to put in. Then I found them and I went, "Oh my god!" And they sent me the disc of it. I know it sounds really wanky, but it's a memory, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. It is a memory. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Not a it memory. Is, it is a memory. No, it's not a memory. It's not, you know. Now, we didn't talk words. about... Have I interrupted you? Is that the end of that one? Sorry. I don't know. Who cares? Carry on. You would, last week, we didn't talk about something I really wanted to, you to share with the listener. Oh, yeah. What was that? Um, the nappies. <laughs> the nappies. Well, that could be anything. <laughs> Yes, I remember because yeah, you, I think you. I think I was going to talk about it, and then we went on to something else. Yeah, the the day that we um, the day that we recorded that podcast, I had been to Boots to get some constipation medicine for my youngest daughter because <laughs> she was constipated. Oh, poor baby! I don't mean to. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> poor baby, she kept waking us up all fucking night with her constipation. Did you rub her tummy? Fuck off, just say shut up, go back to sleep for fuck's sake, it's 2am you bastard. Um, no, I had to go to Boots and get some, some stuff for her and then just, I don't know, just keeping an eye on her basically. But my wife was at work and I was at home and um, yeah, she did, <laughs> she did um, four poos. Didn't, didn't, Poor baby, she was really blocked up. Yeah, she was very blocked up. She she didn't poo for hours, and then sort of later into the afternoon, she did one. Uh, while did she just look at you and go like this. She was looking me in the eye, yeah. Because this one, uh, my, my older daughter used to, con- you could constantly tell when <laughs> when she was shitting. <laughs> she was pushing just, one out. Just be looking at you and do the face. Was this one? <laughs> 
Where's this one? She's she's far more discreet. You know, you just you know you, you don't notice anything, and suddenly you, you, she's walking around with like a massive weight hanging out of her ass, <laughs> and you go, oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> deal with that um but yeah this time this time you know i gave her this stuff it was a dose of whatever it was 10 mil and it says you can split it up so i gave her five mil i thought i'd give her some more later and yeah yeah yeah, she gave me the look and then uh, yeah i checked it out and there was there was quite a solid quite a solid lump in there uh so i text my, I text my wife oh you had a picture i said oh here we go Started off, and then not not long after that, uh, she did another fairly substantial chunk, uh, which was that <laughs> these are both pretty pretty solid, and you know you can you could sort of empathise, you can imagine passing those yourself. Um, oh, crikey, bobs! <laughs> and then the That's third, and the third one she did, um, was was a lot was a lot softer <laughs> that that always happens i've done it it's like the first couple of like rocks it's by like the time plug. you get to the yeah. fourth or fifth it's like flipping drain water <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah or well, thir- sludgy stuff oh yeah and the, th- the third one was getting a lot softer and, and then there was a fourth one which was yeah that was just sludge <laughs> <laughs> So, so hang on, are you changing these nappies, like four or five nappies down here? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not a monster. I'm not going, oh, look at that <laughs> chunk, and then putting it back on. I'm changing it. You know, it's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just didn't know she maybe squeezed it out all in my gut. I'm know. not thinking, oh, no, there'll be another one along in a minute. I'll save, I'll save a nappy. I'll leave it on her. Now that was that, and then she then she was in a she was in a great mood after that, and I was thinking, crikey, she's really she's a lot lighter now. But the thing is, I was this this just when you become, I never thought this would happen to me, but you do end up just talking about shit a lot when you got kids, and that was I was just texting my wife each time. Oh, another lump. Oh, now this one's a bit softer. Number four, full on diarrhea. Number four, that's good. And my oh. wife just like giving me a little thumbs up emo- uh, emojis back. You know, she's like, "This is what oh, we're fucking talking now. about." Um, um, and of course, yeah. she's now t- she's now taking that was that was the one. She was kind of back to normal the next day, but she she's been taking a nappy off a lot for some reason. Well, and I told I told I don't think in I, between it's not nice, is it? No, and she likes to I walk mean, around. Can you imagine if we were wearing one now? I mean, that plastic lump of padding between your thigh. I don't blame her. I know. Well, I mean, I, I, we know how to go to the toilet correctly, don't we? We don't need a nappy. Wow. She needs to just learn to. <laughs> we get, we're getting older, Rich. Well, it will go full circle, won't it? Uh-huh. But yeah, the the other day she took a nappy off, and uh, she was in, in in our bedroom with my older one, and um, we just heard a commotion, and then uh, came in there, and she shit on the floor and stepped in it. <laughs> But, you know, you just you just get down there. You just it doesn't bother you. You just go okay. Here we go. Get down. Wipe that up. Yeah, stick her under the shower. Oh Christ! Just sort of get on with it, really. Talking I mean, I pick shit. up Bailey's poo every day. 
I mean, we've gone from cancer to shit. Mm. What's going to be the time? Sums it up, doesn't it? Really? I think that sums it up quite nicely. I just thought yeah. of something else, actually. But tell me your Bailey no, story. No, go on. No, go. No, no, no. I just pick up Bailey's poo in a... Yes, what you should do, you should have poo bags in your pocket just in case. And you can just scoop it up, tie a knot in it, chuck it in the bin. Well, actually, that rather that rather beautifully leads on to what I'm about to tell you now, because my older daughter remembers everything, but she literally just doesn't forget a fucking thing you say to her. She'll bring you'll mention something just really in passing, and uh, she'll bring it up like months later. And go, do you remember that time you did that? And you'd be like, what the, f- what the fuck did I tell you that? And um, yesterday, sorry, not yesterday, a couple of days ago. Uh, I was in the playground with her after after her school. Uh, I had both of them with me. And um, she just said to me, she said, oh, I, I want to just, can I just say something in, in, in your ear? And I said, yeah, go on then. And she said, um, can you show me where you did a poo? <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the pl- park here, we're in the play. I won't say which park. <laughs> and... Like, Are you going to tell me you went running and needed a shit or something? What? And she said, to you, "Can you show me where you had to, where you did that poo?" <laughs> Sorry. And I was like, "Oh God!" Because months ago, like must be over a year ago, it was. I'm sure it was pre. Yeah, it must have been pre-lockdown. Uh, my older one was at school. I was in the park with the younger one, and for some reason, I don't know what it was. But I suddenly had a really dodgy tummy, you know. Oh no! And I thought, oh, I think no. I might actually be in, in mm-hmm. a bit of trouble here. I think I might be in a bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, I decided to that the best course of action would be for me to find somewhere in the park for me to shit. Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, can you imagine? If it's a, can you imagine? It'd be like pervert shitting in a tree. Yeah, so I I, I was so close. I actually was um, I was undoing my trousers uh, at one point behind a tree, and then I saw somebody sort of walking a dog. And said, oh no, I better oh, not God. do this. Oh god! But I found I found a bit right right in the corner of the park. I found a bit where there were like a load of bushes and stuff, and you could sort of it looked like a bit of a place where maybe people congregate to to do drugs or something. Clapham Co- Clapham Common. Um, I it wasn't Clapham Common, but I will. No, it wasn't. Cla- no, no, Hampstead Heath. That's where I shot once, and there were condoms all over the floor. Oh right, okay. Well, yeah, Not shot a, drugs. A little... Shot a film. Oh right, okay. Yes, thank you for clarifying. You're um, welcome. There was a little area that was quite secluded, and all this, and I basically went there, and I just, you know, check yourself. I, I did it, and I and I wiped my ass with um, <laughs> baby wipes. Oh yes, you had baby wipes. My yeah. dad had to do a poo when we were blackberry picking when we were kids, and he had nothing. He used a dock leaf. Oh yeah, well that's a classic, isn't it? Dock leaf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wipe your ass with dock leaf. Um, so um, you but, had. Uh, so I did, did it, and, say, oh, right. and my yeah, my youngest was just sort of looking at me the whole time, and I was just like going, "Don't, don't look at me." And then of course, when when she saw, <laughs> you had to do it in front of her. Well, yeah, you know, she was. <laughs> Couldn't tell it to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, How to traumatize your child? About a fucking year old at that point. I couldn't tell her to meet Aww. me at home. Daddy did poo in park. Yeah, and I'm basically just sort of squatting over doing this. 
producing this horrible artifact. <laughs> and this horrible what? <laughs> artifact. <What did> you... <laughs> horrible, I, horrible substance. Um, and I think she did it. She sort of went something like bleh or ugh, like, like, oh, like suggesting there was a horrible smell and, and, and pointed at it and then sort of started walking towards it. I was like, no, don't. Stay there, stay there. And then I sorted myself out and then that was that. I mean, I, I think I probably text my wife almost immediately afterwards because that's apparently what we do, just sort of update on poo. Poo in the family, whoever it may be. But yeah, so at some point, I think it was with my my older daughter wanted to do a poo and she wanted to go home. And I said, no, you can do it here. It's all right. No, I, I want to do it at home. And I probably said, go on, I've done it. Or something like that. <laughs> to convince her to do a, a, a poo. And then I just, an offhandy remark, and then she remembered it months later. So I showed, I said, oh, well, I did it. Oh, yeah, in the corner. It was in the corner over there. And she said, well, show me. So I, I sort of went, we sort of walked over there. I'm, again, I got both kids with me this time. I felt like saying, well, ask, ask your sister. She was there, you know, she'll fucking show you. Um, and we went over there and, and oh, show me exactly. Okay, so we go, we go right into this bit where I did it. And um, she said, where is it? I was like, what do you mean? Where's the, where's the poo? Yeah. And I was like, well, it's not there anymore, love. She was like, oh. Really <laughs> she wanted to see your poo. She was disappointed she couldn't see my poo. And I said, why isn't it there anymore? Well, it was a year ago, <laughs> over a year ago, and it's washed away and sort of whatever. I was like, oh. She asked you to do it again. Imagine if it had still been there. That would have been traumatic. Yeah, awful. Um, and it turned white like a dog poo. Oh, yeah. You don't see that anymore, though, do you? You don't see white dog Apparently poo it's because there used to be a lot of chalk in dog food because it was so terrible. Really? Yeah, they used to bulk it out with chalk, apparently. That's what someone told oh. me. I mean, our listener will probably go, that's not true. No, that sounds believable. I've got a poo story. It's not like that, though. Please. It was more of an insult from a friend. I say friend. He insulted me. I was on my way to rehearsals. First of all, poo talk is really rife in the dressing room, you know, uh, or in theatre. Girls just talk about poo. Because, you know, if you haven't done a poo and you've got to do the show, you just sort of feel bloated and gross and horrible. So it's always important that you've done a poo. Yeah. Most people talk about it. It's quite, quite a clear funny. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm on my way to rehearsals. And I'm on the train and I get off at um, West Ham to get on the Tube, Jubilee Line. There are no toilets there. There are signs saying there are no toilets there. There are no toilets anywhere. I thought, what am I going to do? I mean, literally, like, I need I need to go. And that never really happens to me. I have a slot. If I miss it in the morning, um, that's it. It's gone back up and disappeared. Anyway, yeah. I'm like, oh, I've got to go. I thought, Jesus, 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 what am I going to do, what am I going to do? So I walk up to a guard and I go, I'm so sorry, I'm pregnant. Do you mind if I used your toilet? And they were like, yes, of course, of course. And they took me to the toilet, let me on my own. Well, blimey, O'Reilly, I don't know what they thought was wrong with me, but, <laughs> you know, something was going on with this pregnant lady. Anyway, did my business, left, went to rehearsals, told my friend and he said oh I'm surprised you thought they thought you were pregnant and I went what because I'm so thin he went no because you're so old 
sure, mother. It's quite a good thing to do, though. Well, pretend you're pregnant. Well, just get an I'm pregnant, man. I wouldn't do it to sit down or anything, but if you need the loo, you need the loo. What, I mean, seriously, what are they going to let you do? Poo yourself at the station? Yeah, that would be my argument. I'd be like, well, please, can I use your toilet? Because otherwise, I'm going to have to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> In front of you. You're going to have to watch... And then you get arrested. Well, yeah, you're going to have to watch a 40-year-old man shit himself (laughs) and then get dragged away by the police. There's a lot of poo talk today, but it is funny. It's just part of everyday life, Jen. Everyone does it. It is good when you do a really, really big one and you feel like you've lost a stone. That is good, yeah. Yeah. See, I love a surprise poo. You go for a win, it's like, oh, no, oh, another couple of pounds. Well, uh, you know, for the uh, for the users who stand up to urinate, that's a, you know, a surprise poo in that situation. I know lots of men who sit down to wean out there. People say that it's a treat. What? Sit down, sit down, wee is a treat. Oh, I'll have a sit down wee. Lots of my German boyfriend used to sit down and wee. He said that's what they did in Germany. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I'd tell you that. He used to call me Shatsy. Just less fun. Shatsy. I thought it was an I thought it was an insult at first. Shat. Shatsy. Yeah. It means darling. Oh really? But really he's also calling me a shat. <laughs> it's quite apt for today's it is conversation. Shatsy. Oh, hello, my Shotzi. Ich liebe dich. Thank you. Does that mean fuck you? I was up for a role in The Crown, only as a hooker. Was it The Crown? No, Victoria. Because it says fluent German on my CV. There's a slight lie there. Why does it say that, Jen? Well, fluent is the lie. Hmm. German's not. I speak Dinglish. That's Deutsch mixed with English. Oh, good tag, wie geht's? So good. Oh, haben Sie eine Bottlopen bitter? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's, that but was I learned convincing. It all. And it just so happened I was doing a Chicago gig at the time, and one of my friends, Dario Mazzoli, was on it, and he's German, so he helped me make sure I did it all really well. And then I phoned up one of my exes who spoke fluent German. I'm like, hi, I haven't spoken to you in 10 years. Can you help me with this? He was like, mm, yeah. I was like, mm, thanks. Didn't, didn't get the job. Well, that's a shame. Um, but you, would have, had, you think... would have had a script, wouldn't you, anyway? It would have been fine. Yeah, but you can't hide the script, but you could still read it like... It's inst dikino mit mein Mutter gegangen and not sound German. That means that's really no. Let's the Wochenende habe it's inst dikino mit mein Mutter gegangen. That's something along the lines of last weekend I went to the cinema with my mum. Well, that sounded a bit like you just sort of been reversed, you know. Reverse the tape. Fascinating. Uh, the hardest so thing of doing an audio book is trying to do pronunciations of things. French is very hard to pronounce when you read it because you've got no fucking idea how to pronounce. I find French deceptively I can't read, hard. I can't speak French at all. I quit French as soon as I could because my French teacher was a bully. Oh, dear. Exactly. La tête. Aujourd'hui. You flush your head down too. the toilet. She would have. 
And then I wrote, I hate Donahue in the back of my book. And do you remember you used to write in, we had to write in fountain pens. Yeah. Her name, her name is Miss Donahue. Sorry, Miss Donahue, you're probably lovely. But probably dead now. I think she's still floating about. Oh dear. Quite near where I live. They always, um, they anyway. always, out, they outlive us all, don't they, these people? They never <laughs> die. I'm sure she's lovely, but she didn't like me. Because I, I remember she was so tall and I was this tiny little 10-year-old and I dyed my hair red and had it per- permed for Annie. And she did a finger, like, beckoned me towards her and she towered over me and she went, what have you done to your hair? And I was like, I'm playing Annie. She was like, get rid of it. <laughs> hated me ever since. Really? Anyway, uh, uh, yes, at our school we had to write in fountain pen, did you? Yeah, well, I mean, not like you didn't dip it into a thing, but you no, had you a had cartridge the cartridges. Yeah, do you remember? And you could flick it. Oh flick yeah, and it had the things. little. We used to collect the little balls that were in them. I don't know why. Yeah, the teacher used to work past. We used to flick it at the shirts. People also, my school was lovely. Used to spit on rulers and flick it. <laughs> oh yeah, um, like little bits of pa- little bits of paper. You could sort yeah, of fire it onto the ceiling or onto. I did that in my science people's GCC. backs. We were bored. I got <clears> E. <throat> yeah, I did that as well. That was that was great fun. I might bring that back. I might start doing that again. Exactly. Flicking bits of sucked paper onto things. My wife going, what the fuck is all this on the, on the walls? <laughs> Just sort of reliving my But youth. I wrote, I hate Donahue in the back of my book. And do you remember, you could get ink erasers. So if you <clears> made a mistake, it was like oh, a yeah. pen, but the nib. Bailey boy. For the listener, his, my doggy is scratching the back door. Um, it was an ink eraser, which looked a bit like a highlighter pen, but it was white. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember you that. You get a bit yeah. high on it. And then you rubbed out the ink, and they could turn it over and write over it with the blue pen, and it always sort of went a bit like melty. Oh, yeah. Water. I can remember anyway, that. I'm reminiscing here. Anyway, I wrote I Hate Donahue in the back of my French book and I forgot to ink raise it. <laughs> so I went home and the next day I get a call over the tenor. Jenny Gaynor to the staff room. Jenny Gaynor to the staff room. She goes to the staff room and she's there, tearing over me. And she opens the French book and goes, oh, what is this? And I went, I don't know. She went, what would you say if I wrote I Hate Gaynor? And I wrote, I said, well, you do. And... That's actually the end of that story. There's not really a punchline or anything funny. But she didn't like me at all. And the problem is, when you've got a teacher who doesn't like you and you don't like them, you don't learn. You don't learn. And therefore, my life has been deprived from the French language. But presumably, you've still got fluent French on your CV. Babe, I can't. I, no, listen. I've got a few accents on my CV. I can't even do it. I can't even do a French accent. Can you? I don't know. You tell me. Eh, bonjour, ma petite. Audio book. Uh, well, you? he had a very strong accent. I oh, fucking I I. Th- bon, um, bonjour. My name is Jenny. I live in Paris. I like to do a wee, and I am very happy. Oh, that's lovely. I can't. I can't do a French accent. 
But I think I can do the German accent, you know. Well, you know, I live in Hamburg, and it's so nice there in the Hamburg. I go to the Ripoban, you know, and that's where I do the sex trading with my lovely friends. I like it so much, yes. I stand on the street and I do the hooker dance. We go from one floor to the other when we are cold. It's very, very good. And then I go upstairs in the Ripoban, have my lovely, lovely fun time with my man, get my Deutschmarks, and then come down, yes? Fabulous. Deutschmarks. Fucking hell, that's going back. I suppose that will be a scarily uh, long time ago that they got rid of that. What, Deutschmarks? I worked there when they were Deutschmarks. Yeah. I did the European tour of the Rocky Horror Show. And that little story in that terrible German accent I just did is true. The Reeperbahn, have you ever been to Hamburg? No. It's fabulous. It's amazing. The Reeperbahn is a sex strip into... Oh dispersed interspersed with really cool bars and shops and this that and the other and but loads of sex bars and loads of sex shops and I saw things that I honestly have never seen before in my life we went to a sex show we went to a sex show and the curtains went back and there were two slightly overweight vampires doing it and then as they changed position the audience went like this politely Really? As they changed, yes, and I mean, I was, I've had my eyes open. It, they are so free. It's actually brilliant. They're so free and open with sex. I, I have always said, I, I reckon the crime rate, rate, the sex crime rate, rate in Germany is really low because it's so open. And then there's the the hooker strip where they stand in their puffer jackets and their buffalo shoes at the time. Do you remember buffaloes? They were like um, Spice Girl shoes, really, really, really thick. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know what you warm, mean. To stay warm, they'd go from one leg to the other, doing a little dance. Was like, with their hands in their pockets. And then they'd go upstairs, do the business, come down. But their, their hooker strip was right outside the police station. <laughs> I got a cracking pair of, le- of knee-high boot, thigh-high boots there. I found them in the garage yesterday. <laughs> where, did you, where did you get that? Well, you just bought them in a shop, right? Oh yeah, God, the shops there are incredible. They've like, like, and they've got all they've got shoes for drag queens and this that, and the other. This is before RuPaul's everything, before drag queen thing was massive. Yeah, like, but the costumes out there are amazing. Yeah, I've got these knee high gold glitter stiletto boots, which I actually wore when I played. Principal Boy Aladdin for the finale. But then I've got these thigh-high PVC lace-up filthy slut boots, which I obviously bought in a moment of madness. And I, I don't... In fact, you're coming with me. I got them out because I was going to put them on marketplace. <laughs> Hold the line. You can want to... Oh! This is fun, this is interactive. Oh gosh, if only you could see what I can see. Absolutely. I'm just going to get the champagne out of the fridge. 
Why not? Oh. Right, you ready? Absolutely. Oh. I did also Google like a fetish site for like men who like dirty shoes and because I'm skinned. Completely off her tits at the time. Look! Wow, look at those. For the benefit of the listener, Jenny Gaynor is holding up some boots with a massive heel on them. And what, what is that? Is that's that a buckle? Back. Is it? Oh no, that's, that's... That, no, that's the back of the boots. So your calf goes in there. Oh my goodness! Oh, look. So that so, goes up the back of your. That laces up. Right. Look. Benefit of the listener. She's got a full leg length boot there. Right, that, how ready? many how many inches is that heel? I mean, that's got a bit. That we're looking at some ridiculous, like six, seven Crikey, inches. She's putting it on, ladies and gentlemen. She's I can't even it on. get it. Oh, there's a zip. Thank you. There's a I zip. I don't think I'm going to get rid of these. Maybe I'll wear them to my dad's memorial. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Are they flam? Are they flammable? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh my god, I've only had a glass of champs. The things I do. Oh my god. Hang on. Jenny going <laughs> doing up these boots live. Oh. Oh. oh my goodness. Did you well I hope you heard that. that. She's got them on. She's They're got worth keeping hold of rich full... people, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I might do a marriage in first sight audition in these. And Jenny's just demonstrating how high up she can get her leg as well. Impressive. <laughs> um, Fabulous. Well, that's, so a, that, that's a world premiere. That's a first. That's Jenny Gaynor. West End star Jenny Gaynor putting her massive Ow. boots on. I don't even know I had them. I honestly recommend going to Ger Germany. You know what? The, the thing about acting, isn't it? You go to places you'd never go to. Yeah. Uh, you'd never buy tickets to go to or in, you think, oh, I think I'll go there this weekend or whatever. And that includes places in England and Ireland, Scotland and Wales. The amount of places I've been all over, in, you know, all over the UK, I never thought I'd go. But like, I did the European tours all over Germany. Um, where did we go? Germany... Italy, Switzerland, Sweden, Denmark. Can't remember a quarter of it, but I do remember some of it. And it was amazing. In places like the Reaper Barn, you've, you've just got to go for the crack. You should take Dot and have a right old laugh. I ended up one day, I went back. Bailey, stop doing the door. I went back to do another show in the English Theatre of Hamburg. I did I Am A Camera, which is what by Christopher Isherwood, which is what Cabaret's based on. And um, we stayed in Hamburg. And what was the story? Oh, my friend came out and we were like, and her sister, we're like, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? So we were in the Reaper Barn and we were like, mm, what are we going to do? We went into this bar and there was no one in there apart from some girls sitting at the, at the what's it? And they sort of, at the bar, and they sort of gave us a look like we shouldn't really be in there because it was, we realised they were prostitutes and were waiting for clients. Anyway, music came on. Yours truly starts dancing away, kicking her legs, doing the splits. <laughs> Long story short, I'm buying shots for everyone and all the girls. <laughs> the, the, there was a, there was a um, uh, uh, transgender 
a lady behind the bar, giving us shots. We ended up just turning the place into a massive party just for us. There was no one else in there. Amazing. And it was just brilliant. And then at the end, when you're, you know, pissed and whatever, you go to these, like, fast food places and you have a currywurst. You know, you have a sausage, <laughs> when I used to eat meat, and a sausage yeah. covered in curry sauce Lovely. and chips or, or a borat. There was a thing called a borat, which was sort of like a... Um, pastry thing with spinach and cheese and basically <laughs> it's brilliant go to hamburg fabulous maybe we can get sponsorship sponsored. from the hamburg uh, tourist <laughs> association yeah sponsored by deutsche lines art is so good thanks for listening to this episode of jenny and rich's showbiz stories podcast jenny would like to clarify something Christopher Isherwood did not write I Am A Camera. He wrote Cabaret, which is what I Am A Camera is based on. John Van Dratten wrote I Am A Camera. I, I hope that clarifies things for you. Thanks very much. <laughs> Don't forget to write in at jennyandrichpodcast at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram, Jenny and Rich Podcast. See ya. Bye.